Thank you. Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus. I want to thank you for being here. I know the week has been long. We started last week, Sunday. Had a very powerful wedding. Went in for the reception here. And then some followed up at home as well. And all that. And then on Tuesday, we were here for, sorry, Wednesday, we were here for midweek service. Thursday, Clarksville. Usually, the week of night of supernatural encounter, Clarksville do not meet. But for the past two weeks, I had not been there, but they had been meeting anyway. So I told them we'll be there. We had a powerful service. Friday, we had an awesome service. Went all the way to almost the close of the night. And then on Saturday, yesterday, people were here, rehearsals and all that. And today, you are here. So I know. It has been a long week. But I want to thank you for being here. Personally, I want to thank you for being here. You are not here because it is a law. You are here because you love the Lord. And I appreciate you for being here. And number two, understand that anytime you stop learning, you start rusting. Yeah. If you are a leader, you must always... When you get... You see, I don't know about people, but anytime I get opportunity to learn... The other day, one of my daughters said, Papa, can I have lunch with you? I said, okay. So I was eating with her and I said, why did you request for this lunch? She said, Papa, any opportunity that I get with you, I just want to learn something. So I just wanted to learn something. Sometimes I just want to observe you and learn something. And I saw that it is wisdom. Whenever I had the opportunity of learning, we went for some pastor's conference somewhere last week. And then, um, uh, it was pastors and their wives. Just a few pastors uh, in Abukaki. We're just about 10 pastors also and our wives, lead pastors and their wives. And then, so, the, the ladies were on one side, the men were on one side, we were talking. Then as we were talking, I pulled up my pad and I started writing. One of them said, what are you doing, Pastor Nikki? what are you doing? And I said, I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes because God cannot give you what you don't know. Okay? In the book of Joshua chapter 1, when you start reading from verse number 1, the Lord has spoken to Joshua. He had given him commandment. He had given him assurances. He had given him unbreakable promises. He said, as I was with you. Hey, look at verse 3. Verse number 3. He said, Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread. This is God speaking to a man. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon. That have I given unto you. And as I said unto Moses. Look at the next verse. Verse 4. He said from the wilderness. Verse 5. He said. Look at verse 5. There shall not any man be able to stand before. These are unbreakable promises. He said. All the days of your life, as I was with Moses, so will so I be with you. And look at the next statement. He said, I will not forsake you, nor fail you. And then he came to verse number 8. He said, with all that I have told you, he said, this law, the book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night. Then you must observe to do according to order. So until you know you can't do, you can only do what you observe. You can only do what you know. So the day you come to a place of, 
of stopping learning or learning becomes a burden to you understand that it is the gate of hell open to you to destroy you amen when learning becomes difficult especially if you are a leader because me anytime the lord shows me something i want to download it into my leaders you see because i don't want the gap to be so wide i want us to move bumper to bumper i take one step my people take one step after me i don't want to be far away do you know that if your head is far and your body your neck will be too long <laughs> do you understand it sometimes you see people you say why is your leg your neck so long are you a giraffe <laughs> the head and the body must be almost close is it not strange when you see somebody and no 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 let's be factual mm. sometimes you say ah, your neck is too long amen hallelujah amen so the neck and the body must almost be close it must always be close see so when me i get to know anything when the lord shows me anything i want to download it into my people and please if you are a member of copa extended copa you are a worker in the church know that the last the sunday after night of supernatural we will meet this one you don't even need an announcement and you must plan yourself in such that the sunday after uh, Mother Laura, Mama Laura, and then uh, Melissa were there. I said, Ah, were you in service? And I didn't see you. They said that, Oh, we had gone somewhere, but we knew that we had Copa. So when we finished, we came. You see, they had it on their schedule that it is a Sunday of Copa. You see, meanwhile, somebody will say, I didn't go to church, I won't go for Copa. What I'm trying to say is that when you know in my, in my, in my language from where I come from, they say, A slap that is for you, receive it now. Don't keep postponing it. Somebody says, I'll slap you. He said, do it tomorrow. No, he just give you, he says, slap me and let me be free. So in my, in, my, in, my, in my adage, they say that a slap that is for you, receive it now. Don't keep postponing it. So you receive it and you are free. Otherwise, when you are sleeping, you'll be thinking about the slap. You see? So put it on your agenda that the Sunday, you see, when you do that, Bible said that you shall be a noble servant of the Lord. Give me that scripture in Second Timothy, I think chapter three, verse fifteen. Eh? Let me see Second Timothy three fifteen. He said, uh, uh, verse number sixteen. Look at verse number sixteen. Now, give me First Timothy three fifteen, and let me see First Timothy three fifteen and sixteen. Um, but if I tarry long, uh huh. Start from verse fourteen. Now these things write I unto you, hoping to come unto you shortly. But if I tarry, look at verse 15. If I tarry long, that you may know how you ought to behave yourself in the house of God. Which is the church of the living God. Amen. So this scripture even talks about the fact that the church, when we meet like this, it is like the way I was telling the body of Christ. Amen. You see, which is the house of the living God. There is a way we have to behave, especially if you are a leader. That is what I do when there are certain things I will talk about in Copal, extended Copal. I can't talk about it on the pulpit. Even though we will still have the opportunity to listen to it. If you go to listen to it and you are not a Copal member, whatever you hear is your own cup of tea. Amen. But you see, he said that, look at that. Which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. This is so powerful a scripture. And verse 16. 
Verse 16. Look at verse 16. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. Now, okay, find that scripture for me. Maybe somebody will find it. He said, study to show yourself approved unto God. Who knows where that scripture is? 4 Timothy. You don't have 4 Timothy. I heard somebody say 4 Timothy. (laughs) We only have 1st and 2nd Timothy. 4 Timothy. 2nd Timothy (laughs) 2.15. But who said 4th Timothy? (laughs) What a mystery. Hallelujah. 2nd Timothy 2.15. Now start from verse 14 for me. 2nd Timothy. Now of these things. uh Look at that. Can we start from 13? Hello? Now let's go on. Look at verse 13. 2 Timothy 13 all the way. He said, If we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. So what that one is saying is that whether we do or we don't do, God will still be God. And he will keep his things working. And then in verse number 14, verse 14 says, Of these things put them in rem... Look at it all. Papa, are you not tired? I'm tired, but I have to keep you in remembrance. Where is Dufie? Okay. I have to keep you in remembrance. Look, he said, of these things, huh? put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord that they should strive, not about words to no profit, but by the subverting of the, uh, uh, to the subverting of the year. He was saying that don't just parade yourself saying it. But do it. He was talking about do. So when I put you in remembrance, it makes you do. You see? Look at verse number 15. Verse 15 says, and then he said, you study to show yourself. You see? Study to show yourself. Approved unto who? God. So when we meet like this as Copa members, this is when iron sharpens iron. We study deep things. This is where I can tell you I can be naked before you. And not be shy. You can also be naked before me. Spiritually, I mean, not physically. In Jesus' blessed might. I rebuke that devil. Hallelujah. So when we meet as co-pilots, spiritually, I, we are naked. Hallelujah. <laughs> hey. To show. So study to show yourself. You see? Approve unto God. Some of you came from work. You know? I know Dufie, Elder, and Co. came from work. You, you, you'll be going back tonight but you are still here this is what I'm talking about you see study to show yourself approve unto God a workman that need not to be ashamed so there are some workmen that are ashamed yeah there are some workmen that become ashamed but they don't study there are some people they, 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 they pride in the gift that they have don't, don't operate from gift let the gift be the last thing you see let knowledge be the foundation of operation. When knowledge is the foundation of operation, or of your operation and your relationship with the Lord, you offer unto him acceptable service. When we went for the pastor's conference, they were asking, they said, what are the strongholds, or what are, the, what are your, your, your strong points, or like the way we say weak points, what are your strong points? And they were mentioning, mentioning, mentioning. When he got to me, I said, I have brought my leaders up to understand that we don't just offer service to the Lord, acceptable service. All the men of God stood up. They said, ah, we have never heard that one before. 
Because people are just there offering services. And some of them are even cursed by offering certain service. Because God is not a waiter for our tips. If you can't give God, don't give him. He doesn't need our tips. That is why me, and I told them me, anything that I do that God is involved, first, it comes before me, it comes before my family, it comes before the things of God. If, except I don't want to do it, but if I would do it, it must be best. That is why I don't just wake up to come and preach. I can take Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 to 3 and I'll preach for one week. I don't even need prayers. I can pray you'll be crying. But I don't do that. I study. Sometimes, this morning, I left here at 12.45 a.m. I was studying. I'll make this reference. I'll get to this concordance. I'll get to this study just to preach to you for one hour. Hallelujah. So that when I connect the scriptures to the scriptures, it will make meaning. It will be heavy food. It will not be junk meal. That is why you have to study. So when I call you for copa meat, it is not a burden. It is to make you a servant that can offer unto God an acceptable service that you will not be ashamed of. Because one day, Bible said that when we appear before God, our services will be passed through the fire. You see? And some will suffer loss. But I don't want any member of Copa. You go, we will see people from mega churches crying. We will see people... Uh, listen, and I've always defined, a mega church is not a church with numbers and lies and big auditorium. A mega church before men is that. But a mega church before God is the church in his will. And I want to be a church in God's will. Not a church that is seeking human approval. If you are, listen, if you are in his will, he will expand you. Praise the name of Jesus. So why are we here? Study to show yourself. Approve unto God. So when you, it is time for copal or extended copal, be happy. You see, that, hey, you are a, a leader on a platform. Remember, this Sunday is copal. Take it as World Cup. Take it as World Cup. I've observed Mother, Mother, Mother uh, Marshall. Every copal time she will be here. If she was, she will not be here. She would text me the night before. He said, Papa, tomorrow I will want to do this and that and that. You see, there are certain things that you may not see it as important, but in the eyes of God, eh, they register your heart. Yeah, they register your heart. That is what I'm talking about. Study to show yourself, approve unto who, Papa Nikki? But approve unto who? God. Who? A workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The other day, my wife was showing me a certain documentary about somebody that had asked a question about uh, why Jesus was something, something. You remember? And then the man of God was explaining. I said, this is a false explanation. You know, he was talking it. It made sense, but it is not scriptural. But I knew the scriptures. I said, this guy is misquoting. I said, if I was a Muslim that was challenging him, I would disgrace him. Because he doesn't even know what he was saying. But what he was saying looked wise. But he, you, can, you can see that he has not studied the concept. When the Lord told me to teach about the church in the realm of the supernatural, I said, God, I've never studied this one. I don't know anything about the Lord. I said, I'll teach you. I will be there. I'll be reading. Has ever, somebody uh, uh, spoken about this before? I go to t- find their mind. I said, no, no, no. This one is trash. I find this one. I say, okay, there is a point in there. The moment I get the point, the Lord will link it to something. Lord, link it to something. When I stand and I'm preaching, I know what you can't defeat me. Satan, you can't defeat me. How did Jesus overcome Satan? 
he has studied how did i know that jesus has studied 12 years he was in the temple deliberate whilst his father and his mother were eating domido and chicken and chips and beggar he was studying the scriptures bible said that they came to meet him in the temple sitting with the doctors of the law asking questions and answering questions 12 years believers today are too lazy we will even read the scriptures. That is why <laughs> when me I'm preaching, I load you with scriptures. But I know you, you, many people will not read the Bible. So when I catch you, that one hour, hey, yeah, 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 I bombard you with all the scriptures. <laughs> so that at least peradventure two will stay in your head. Hallelujah. Study to show yourself approved unto work. God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed. God, mother, uh, patience. How old? Mama, how old? 73 years. Do you know where she comes from? Clarksville. One hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. And she will come. Isn't that powerful? Yeah. Somebody, two is 10 minutes. 10 minutes away. Praise the name of Jesus. And they are 24 years old. They even don't have a they don't, they don't have a, a, a beloved. But they will be late. Somebody say mercy Lord. <clears throat> if I say this in the general church. They say that ah, the man of God is being judgmental. But you and I like I told you we can be naked and not be ashamed. Praise the name of Jesus. Is somebody understanding me? You see. I prove unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed. Hey. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Look at verse 16. Verse 16 says that shun profane and vain babbling. When you study, there are certain things you will not even argue about. Yeah. So there are many things that people argue about. Now find me another scripture. That scripture says that he said that let no man uh, look down on your youth. Eh? It is a scripture that Paul said to Timothy. He said that, let no man look down on your youth. 1 Timothy 4, 20, 12. Let no man despise thy youth. But be thou, start from verse number 10. Eh? There is one that says that, if I tarry, give, give attention to reading. Find that scripture also for me. You see, but let's read this one. Give me verse number 11. Verse number 11. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 11. He said, these things command uh-huh, and teach. Did you see that? He said, command them and teach them. That is why sometimes it looks like I'm commanding some people. Because it is in the scriptures. Like today I spoke with an instrumentalist. I said, gentlemen, we are not doing shabu shabu. So when we finish, let's stay. And listen to the word. Didn't I tell you guys? I told them. Because sometimes you can be in the church and you will behave like matter. Matter was trouble. Jesus, you have to eat. Oh, do you know that you have taken a long time to come here? Have you eaten something? Jesus said nothing. Did you drink anything? He said, I didn't drink anything. He said, I want to prepare pepper soup for you. Jesus said, okay. If you are preparing pepper soup, concentrate and prepare your pepper soup. Now, Mary that is seated listening to the word of God. So, Prepare the pepper soup, but also listen to the word. That is what I'm talking about. 
Don't offer service to the Lord and not be blessed by it. A petrol tanker, a gas tanker, a fuel tanker that is carrying fuel must have its own fuel. Otherwise, you can't carry the load. You see? So I commanded them. I said, after today, when you finish, you stay there. If Otherwise, come and stay here so that you can watch my face. If you think that people are watching your face too much and some of them are distracting you, just come and join here. But listen. So these things, command and teach. Now look at verse number 12. Verse 12 says that, Let no man despise your youth, but be thou an example unto the believers in word and in conversation in charity in spirit in faith in purity look at verse 13 till i aha uh-huh, this is what i was looking for till i come give attendance to reading to exhortation to doctrine brothers and sisters the lord knows that i labor for you you see because i don't want it to be like well our pastor didn't give us i want to give you and then when you stand before god and i stand before god there cannot be any escape route. Because when the Lord asked me, I said, Lord, everything you taught me, I taught them. Everything you showed me, I showed them. Everything you said, I said. That's why I can preach messages that other men of God will be afraid to preach. But I'll preach it. Because if the Lord teaches me, I have to tell you. And then he says that, give attention to reading. Give attention to exhortation, to doctrine. Verse 14 and 15. Neglect not the gift that is in you, which is given by the laying on of hands by the presbytery. Verse 15. Verse 15 says that meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly to them that your profiting may appear unto all. Somebody say a believing amen. amen. That is why we are here. I will use the next 15 minutes to talk to you about passion in love. Or passion in the things of God. Passion in the things of God. Passion in the things of God. Now, what is passion in the things of God? You see, or in fact, in fact, what I'm actually talking about is passion under attack. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about in 15 minutes. Passion under attack. Because when your passion dies, or when your passion is under attack, and it is not resuscitated, when your passion is under attack, and it is not resuscitated, do you know what will happen? Now, you throw in the towel. The reason why, sometimes, nobody marries an enemy. But sometimes, in the process of time, when passion dies out, you begin to see faults. In the first place, when you met a person, because there was passion, you didn't even, because you know, the thing about passion is that passion will always cover faults. But when passion starts dying, then you start seeing faults. You see? So the moment passion starts dying, then certain things will now creep in. So I'm talking about passion under attack. Now, passion in the Greek word is actually suffering. That is why we have the passion of Christ. Passion means suffering. Pathos. P-A-T-H-O-S. And it means suffering. Now, when you have a cause greater than the pain you are facing, your passion will never come under attack. You see? Your passion comes attack when the cause that you are pursuing, the 
the, the agenda that you are pursuing is not greater than the pain or the trouble. When I love you more than your weaknesses, I cover it. Is it making sense? Yeah. When your passion, uh, when you have a cause greater than the pain or the problem that you are facing, your passion will never be overcome by attack. So to keep your passion alive, you need to endure. Tell somebody endure. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse number 3 to 8. Please write it. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 3 to 8. He said that, For the time will come when many will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own last, they shall heap for themselves teachers, having itchy ears. And what would they do? Look at verse number 4. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and they shall be turned unto stories. I was look, listening to a certain message by somebody. Oh, I was so sad. And the whole church was jubilating. And they were, that is when I saw that, indeed, let all grow together. See, they were happy. They were celebrating. I, I came from Los Angeles to tell you, hallelujah, receive it. And then I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything. So, you see, they, they will live excited but empty. They leave the church excited. They were excited, but they are empty. So, they get out there. There is no foundation. So the wind begins to blow. You see? But look at it. They shall turn their ears. Because the world now, people know that it is motivation that the, the, world, the, the people like. Not, listen. Listen to my words. It is motivation that people like, not need. They don't need motivation. But they like motivation. So they give them temporal solution for a permanent problem. What the world needs now is strong meat. Yeah. Verse number four. Verse number five. Look at verse five. We are reading to eight. Watch thou in all things and dear afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist and make full proof of your ministry. Verse six. I follow me. Verse six. For I am now ready to be offered. And the time of my departure is at hand. And I know, verse 7, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the, 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 the faith. And then verse 8 says, The henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. And it came as a result of endurance. Now, your passion will be under attack when you are not able to endure. Now, to be on fire, so I wrote something here. To be on fire you must have fervency. You must have fervency. This is what will let others follow you. Nobody follows somebody in something that he doesn't have passion on. Yeah. Nobody follows anybody. So, I'm talking to you as COPA and extended COPA members because I want your passion to be reignited. Now, what are the things that drain our passion? What are the things that drain our drive? Our drive, the course to overcome every pain. And write these four things quickly down. Number one. Number one. Number one. When you are drained. Yeah. You are drained. 
And one of the things that will let you know that you are drained is when you are critical over all things. Yeah. One of the things that will let you know, even in marriage, in business, in a company, let me tell you, you are working for a company. Now, all of a sudden, you are very critical. Everything about the company, you are drained. Yeah. You are in a relationship. Everything, there is nothing that excites you again. You are drained. You are in the department. When you go for rehearsal, you are even angry. When you know that, uh, oh. You are drained. <laughs> Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? When you see, when you see that your drive, your drive for that thing is no more there. Understand that your passion is under pressure. It is under attack. When you read the book of 1 Kings chapter 18 and verse 21. Look at 1 Kings chapter 18 and verse 21. He says that, and Elijah came unto all the people and said, how long would you walk between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. If Baal, follow him. Now, the man had done something powerful for the Lord. We all know the story from here, right? How the fire came down and he seized the 450 prophets of Baal and killed them. In chapter 19, the man's fervency started drying up. Now he went to God. He's like, I want to die. Elijah, with all the things that I'm doing for you, he said, I want to die. I want to give up. I want to quit. God didn't even give him a second chance. Listen, there are certain things as I'm walking with the Lord and preaching, the Lord is teaching me. Listen, don't take your place in the Lord for granted. I'm telling you, when you are angry and you say you are living, God, God will not give you a second chance. That is the only... When I, I read through the Old and the New Testament and I saw that everybody that was angry and then they complained, God didn't even give them a second chance there. Elijah is number one. When Elijah said to God, I want to die, the Lord said, the Lord didn't tell him, Elijah, take your time, think about it. Are you sure of what you are saying? The moment he said, I want to die, the Lord said, go and find Jehu, anoint him. Go and find uh, Hazel, anoint him. Go and find Elisha. Anoint him. The prodigal son, Luke chapter 15, when you start reading from verse number 11, Mother Marshall, when Bible said that a man had two sons, Luke chapter 15, verse, a certain man had two sons. Now listen very well. This is the New Testament. Give me verse number 12. And the younger of them came to the father and said, Father, give me the portion that belongs to me. The father didn't say, where are you going? Why are you leaving? Is there not enough here for you? Look at the scripture. Bible said that when he came and he said, give me the portion of goods that followed to me. And Bible said, and he divided unto them his living. There are certain things I see that God gives another chance. But there are certain things God will not give you another chance. Because there are many people that are warming up. That I tell you. You see, I can't say this to the church because not all men have faith. Somebody will say, then I'm going, I won't come back again. <laughs> By you, if you leave, I'll pursue you. <laughs> but, but are we reading the Bible? You see, I want you to understand that. Listen, I can never take what I'm doing for granted. Though. No, 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 no. I can't say that. Lord, you know that the way I, I, I am doing this. Uh, uh, yeah. You see, God, you must thank me. You should thank me. Hey, no. Every day. That is why today, that, that, that song 
hit me. Nothing without. I wept and wept and wept. I didn't know where the tears. I couldn't stop. I was just weeping. Even now, there are tears inside my eyes. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, because I, I started. Listen, I started seeing how 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 I am nothing without him. You see. I started seeing how weak and how vulnerable, how I can just be like, one day uh, uh, they bought me a balloon on my birthday. Uh, 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 you remember the story of the beautiful balloon? They brought it here. I was just going to take it. I think it was Benji that was holding it or somebody like that that was holding it. And then I don't know what happened and the thing started going. I chased it. I never got it again. And then when I was singing, it came to mind. I am nothing without you. If nobody is, if you are not holding me, I will go, 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 go. We won't even see me again. Nothing without you. Without you. It won't help me. I'll stop. <laughs> you are the one that say you want to sing. Sing your song. <laughs> that is what my choristers are saying. Amen. You see? So brothers and sisters. You see? When we understand some of these things. Everything we are doing. Kelly. Uh, Kelly um, uh, uh, destiny. Don't think that, oh, I decided to dance. No! It, listen, some of these things that we do, eh, they are the reason why we are still alive. It is when we get to heaven that we will know. You will not know it today. Oh. You might think that, but when you get there, you know that one day you miss an arrow because of your service to the Lord. Amen. That is it. That is, I'm telling you, you will see that one day the Lord blessed you because of your service to the lord sometimes one day when we get to heaven some of some people will wish that ah lord let me go back to the earth and do a little more i always tell people that if i have the opportunity to still be an associate to my pastor the things i used to do i was doing good that's why he still likes me that's why my bishop still likes me i was doing good very faith one day we met as associate pastors with my bishop and his wife and then um, there was a certain book that somebody brought it and then bishop wanted to give it to somebody and gave it to his wife that gave it to one of the pastors and then out of nowhere he said i'll give it to pastor nikki and then, then everybody was like why pastor nikki then the woman said maybe because he's the most faithful we had just started though but you see what i'm trying to tell you is that sometimes and he did she didn't say it intentionally i know she didn't say it intentionally there were people that looked like, oh, Charlie. <laughs> there were people that we used to think that, hey, as for these people, if Bishop must die, they would die for him. Oh. They denied him one time. There are people that have come to this church and said, oh, Papa, I'll take a bullet for you. Hey. I am telling you. you. You are not the pastor, so you don't understand. They are nowhere to be found. So it's not about talking. <laughs> Mommy, am I lying? There are people that came. We, I will take a bullet for you. That is why I tell people, listen, follow. Because many things can check you out. There are people that have ever come to me before and said, I prayed for six months for you. And they were talking to me. I pr- you don't know the things I hear with this my ears. That I prayed six months for you. And the Lord showed you up. They are nowhere to be found again. There are people that said that the first day I came, the Lord told me that this is your house. 
This is your father. Let him groom you. <laughs> so why? <laughs> so when I well, sometimes I said I say, hey, which kind of God spoke now? <laughs> which which kind of God spoke? Praise the name of Jesus. Are you seeing why I'm talking like this? So understand that when you are drained, your passion will come and attack. So every now and then, my choristers, these instrumentalists, I meet them, I say, stay home. Don't let anything drive your mind. Many things will be driving your mind. You see? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Number two. Number two. So when you become dried, when you become dried, you see, re- re- replenish, replenish. Number two. Number two, when do you lose passion? Um, where is point two? When you become number one, when you when you are drained. Number two, when you are dried up. Yeah, when you are dried up. When you are dried out. Look at Psalm sixty-three, verse one. And Psalm 42 verse 1. Psalm 63. You become dried when you start staying away from your spiritual family. Yeah. Look at that. Oh God. You are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul tested for you. Always be testy for more of God. Always be testy. Let church attendance be sweet to you. Yeah. Let it be sweet. The psalmist said in Psalm 122, right? He said, I was glad. I believe in Psalm 122. Or Psalm 120 what? Psalm 121? Who said 127? Who says Psalm 127? Now look at that. I was glad. When they said unto me, you become dried when you stay away. You become dry. I was talking to one of my sons. I said, you know, it's been a long time. He said, Papa. Now he started telling me, Papa, I've been going through this and that and that. I said, when did they start? Then he started telling me. I said, that was exactly the time you started staying away. That, is the, that was the time you started staying away. You must be thirsty more. Every day be thirsty. When you are driving past the church, there is nobody here. Just pass around. Ha, ah, Lord, I'm happy that this is my church. See, let there be some passion in your heart. There are some people who can drive to their beloved's workplace. They know that they won't see them. But they will go just to drive around their car. And then they get to the car. And then they take a photo. Chill. And then they send it. They said, I'm by your car. He said, but I can't come out. He said, he said but I can't come out. He said, no, no, it doesn't matter. I just want you to know that I miss you. Hello? Am I being real? You don't like it when I become truthful. Amen. Take a picture. You know, one day, one of my cousins, now, um, she is a, she, the, the father is a, a, a pure British and my auntie married him. So, their children are very colored with long hair. And then, so, she's called Sylvia. She's in Australia, Australia right now. And then, Sylvia will tell me. He said, Kofi, you know what I'm going to do? I said, Mama, what are you going to do? He said, my boyfriend is traveling. 
So I'm going to take three strands of my hair. And I'm going to put it in his wallet. I said, Mama, what would that do? He said, so that when he picks his wallet and he sees it, he will miss me. I said, hey, if only people can take a stone from the church. A stone, a stone from the church. And carry it home. So that when they see it, they'll say, Lord, this is a stone from your house. I carried it home because I want to miss you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. You are driving, just drive by. There are people, and I'm not talking about just the masses. I'm talking about Copa members who don't even show, who don't even, who, who don't even distribute the flyers. The e-flyers. We are having a program. We put it on their Facebook. They won't put it there. Instagram. They won't put it there. WhatsApp. They won't put it there. Uh, the other one about your friend is an elder. Twitter. They won't tweet it. Snapchat. They won't Snapchat it. What again? TikTok. They won't TikTok it. So you ask, what are they doing in these social medias? I was glad when they said what. Let us go into the house of the, verse 2. Look at verse 2. Verse 2 says that they speak vanity. Verse 3. Verse 3, there's a, a distant there. Uh, verse 4. Let us keep going. Uh, with our tongue. Okay, verse 5. Now, he said, hey, verse 6. So. <laughs> Look at where they are. I didn't say some, two, some one, two, two. That is why I'm confused. <laughs> Psalm 122, two. woman of God. Psalm 122, two. verse 1. Psalm 122. Two. Uh-huh. I was going there. Now, verse 2. Let us go into the house of the Lord. Look at verse 2. Uh-huh. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. And look at verse 3. Verse 3 says that Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together. Verse 4. Very beautiful. Where the tribes of Israel go together unto the Lord. So when we come the tribes, you are from Cincinnati, Ohio, a village somewhere. I am from Kukurantumi village somewhere. The tribes, they come together. You are from Barbados. You are from the Bahamas. You are from wherever. We gather together. The tribes of the Lord. Unto, you are from Michigan. What? To the testimony of Israel. To give thanks unto the name of the Lord. And verse 5 says that. Look at verse 5. He said, for there. There are set thrones of judgment. Yay! That is why when we come to the church of, of, of the Lord, we do what is called anacrino. Those of you that are on the prayer line, anacrino is taking decisions for God to approve. That is the Greek word, anacrino. Whenever you see this word, he said judgment, it is anacrino. Anacrino means that you take decisions for God to enforce. So when we come to church, we take decisions. For having to enforce it. And look at that verse number 6. He said, they shall, he said, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. When you love the things of God. So don't be dried up. Stay connected. Stay in touch. You see? Stay in touch. Let the things of the, of the church be interesting to you. Let the things of the church. Hear the testimony of the woman who came today. Miss Evelyn. She said that her son took the flyer. The son said, I won't go, but you, I know you'll go. So get it. So sometimes when you share it, so, 
I said, what is your son's name? He said, Jalon. I said, I'm going to intercede for Jalon. The guy took it, but took it to somebody. So when you share some of these things, it doesn't make the pastor popular. No, it will save a soul to your account. You'll be surprised. Hallelujah. One day, somebody who used to be here, I said, why is it that when we share programs, and that time too, we were few. So everything was, those were the days when I would tell LPRB, when you are coming, drive. I'll tell the husband, drive. I say that, anybody in your house, drive. I say, how are you? drive and come. Uh, let her, is there any people in your house that can drive? They say, oh, yeah. I said, let them drive. And then when we come, we will space out the parking lot. So one here, we will we'll do COVID parking. One here, no, no car here, one here. So we needed every house on there. Those were the days when I was a choir master, choir master, choir teacher. Those were the days when everybody was everything. You see? And so we used to share. The little one, please, everybody share. She will not share. So one day, I call her. I said, Miss Lee, why are you not sharing? She said, I don't want people to know where I am. I said, hey, are you a spirit? Or have you robbed somebody? Why are you hiding? Hallelujah. Not long afterwards, she left. There are certain things that can indicate whether you are planted or not. And sometimes when I see those things, I become this. I say, hey, Lord, is this woman planted? Is this man planted? You see? And one of the things, it's like somebody who says, I love you. And then you tell you, but don't let anybody know. He's a liar. Take it from me. A young man tells you, I, I, you know, I love you, but it is too young. So I don't want people to know. He's a liar. You, you mark it and see if I'm lying or I'm telling the truth. He's a liar. Don't let anybody know. Why shouldn't I let anybody know? <laughs> hallelujah so when you stop when you don't share about the church that you claim has been a blessing to you it means that something is wrong somewhere you see so don't be dried <laughs> when you are dry number three it's just it's just four points so number three when do we come when do we lose passion when we are disappointed yeah you lose passion once you start being disappointed with yourself, with the conditions, with the people, with the situation. If you look at human beings tired, you'll be disappointed. I tell people, follow. Don't let anything. Say anything. Uh-huh. So, first, 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Look at verse 8 to 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Chapter 1. Verse 8 to 9. 2 Corinthians. For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble which came to us in Asia that we were pressed out of measure, above strength, in so much that we despaired even to live. We came to a place, we came, we came to a place where we, we, we were so disappointed. Look at verse number 9. Verse number 9 says that but we had the sentence of death in ourselves. In other words, eh? In other words, what this scripture is, that we, look at that, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raised the dead. Here, this scripture is saying that if your confidence and your sight is in the Lord, there is nothing that any human being can do that will cause you to be disappointed. Yeah. 
when you look unto Jesus, Hebrews 12.1, the author and the finisher of your faith, you will never come to a place of being disappointed. Disappointing situations will come, but it will not trouble you. Finally, number four, when we walk in disillusion, this illusion, D-I-S-I-L-L-U-S-I-O-N, disillusion. This is when the dream we had in the beginning becomes disillusional. We are called to see a future we've not seen yet. It is a dream. When it looks like the dream is not coming, when it looks like the dream is not coming through, it becomes disillusional. You see? What must I do? Be disciplined. Discipline is the ability to do what you have to do, not what you want to do. What corrects us from disillusion is when we have is when we have the ability to do what we have to do, not what we want to do. And that is what discipline is. That is what discipline is. Brothers and sisters, this is my short teaching to you so that your passion will not dry up because I've seen that many people's passions are dying. You used to come to church very early. All of a sudden now, when you are even coming late, nothing triggers you. We put you on program. You won't, you won't show up, but you won't let anybody know. It is when we come here that we know. Remember, I can't say this on pulpit. If you are listening through the podcast, the Lord bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. See, you are on program. Come. Come early. Let there be passion. Otherwise, brothers and sisters, the people are not only looking out to pastor. They are looking at you who invited them. Now, this, listen, you minister more to them than me. I'm telling you, you, anybody that you invite into the congregation, they look number one to you. They don't even have a relationship with me, but they have a relationship with you. So when your passion is affected, it affects them. Now, they come to church earlier than you. They say, oh, where is Miss Josephine? Oh, um, she didn't come. The next time, even Josephine didn't go. I won't go. Me, they, they know that I'll come. Because if I don't, I don't come, who we'll preach? Except I appoint somebody. So they know that I will come. But what about you? You become their first point of encouragement. I want you to close your eyes. Say, Lord, let my passion be refueled. Please pray that prayer. Just that prayer. Just that prayer. Just that prayer. Just that prayer. That my passion will be refueled. The Lord doesn't bless our performance. Oh. Church is not what we do for that three hours or two hours or whatever. Church is what we do before and after. This is real church. In fact, this is real ministry. This is what ministry is. What we do before. You see? What we do before. Father, help our passion. Jesus mighty name. Amen. I want to encourage everybody that does anything in the church. Please. Come at least 15 minutes latest before start of service. Do that. Listen, you can do it. You are never late for your work. Why are you late for church? Is it because 
for the things of God, you can relegate it to the background. How many of you go to work late? Be frank. You go to work late. Once in a while, be, once in a while you'll be late, right? But are you consistently late? What will happen? Uh-huh. See, but why are we late for service? I, I, I won't say this on the pulpit, but I will say it here. You see, when you come at least 15 minutes before time, so listen, and then you come, and then there are some things that need to be done. But when you come and service has started, and we see you running, it is now that you are coming to clean the fan. It is now that, hey, let's put this one on. God looks at you, and he, he's angry. God looks at you, and he's angry. He said, this is not the time for this. You are doing the right thing at the wrong time. So we come to service early. And then you see that when you came, this chair was like this. Then, oh, you come and then you put it together. You don't wait. You don't say that, where are the sanctuary keepers? Why did the Lord make you see it? This is what is called acceptable service. You come early about 15 minutes before time. When you come, don't worry whether you are a leader or you are a member. Don't worry whether you are in that department. Just walk around and then you are checking. You are checking. Oh, somebody drank some water, left it there. You carry it. That is what God blesses us on. Brothers, that, these are the things that God blesses us on. So come early. Can you imagine how beautiful it is when people come and then at least all workers or any volunteer is here 15 minutes before time and then eight came, then we are started and everything. You see, and here we don't wait for anybody. We don't wait. If it is eight, God is waiting for us. So why must we delay it? So I want to encourage you. I know that once in a while, maybe you'll be, you know, entangled. We all do. Sometimes you'll be entangled with. But if you know that from your home to this place will take you 15 minutes, don't start driving at eight. <laughs> well, I started at eight, eight. I started eight, you know. No. Start at 7.30. By 7.45, you are here. You know how long it will take you to get to church. And you know that you are a worker. You see? Don't let us just offer unto God. Can I give you a last scripture? Leviticus chapter 10. Verse number 1 and 2. It's one of my favorite scriptures. In Leviticus chapter 10. Verse 1 and 2. And then Bible says that, And Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron took either of them his censer. You see? When you come, then you'll be checking your microphone. Hello, hello. Are you hearing me in the drum room? Are you hearing me here? You don't come and then when we are now praying, then hello, hello, then we are hearing it in the microphone. And then we are, now we are looking around. We say hello, hello. Then sometimes over. No! Now, if you had come 15 minutes, hello, I feel like, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Ah, I think we are hearing you over the distance. No. Then we start putting things in place. I'm telling you. You see? And then, can you imagine you come 15 minutes before time? And then the moment you come, you take five minutes. We call it pre-service instructions. Okay, guys. So today, you are here. You are here. Check yours. You to check yours. Okay, those are the gate. Check yours. Okay, those are going to stand by the roadside. Go there. Those that are serving Papa. Is everything okay? Blah, blah. When the queen of Sheba entered into the house of Solomon, Bible said that she, she herself said that when I saw the organization and the orderliness, there was no more spirit left in me. Everything that she had carried, she gave it to people.
people will always support things that are orderly. Yeah. So please, please. I've also told you this before. Copa members, if it is testimony, go straight to your testimony. Don't give us stories. You see, you are trying to let me cancel testimonies and do it documented testimony. Uh-huh. And I went here. And then they said, you should wait a little. And I said, I can't wait a little. <laughs> and then somebody came and said that, please, you have to wait. What is all this? What has the Lord done for you? You, that is what I'm interested in. I was sick. I applied a mantle and the God of miracles healed me. Bam! Stop all these stories. <laughs> Telling us unnecessary things. It is not a platform for preaching. Tell us what the Lord has done for you. Simple. You see, if copper members come here, the testimony is supposed to be 10 minutes. Three people, four people, you alone, you have taken seven minutes. Copper member. Meanwhile, there's a belief, a first time who, uh, somebody came for night of financial and the person has gotten a very powerful testimony. Coming to share, to encourage us. Now you are talking to us about your dog and how your dog was sick and the fair were removing and then you have to put the fair back and God made the fair stay. It is not a testimony. Brother said, I won't say this in church but I can say it to Copa members. Can I help somebody? You see, I don't, I don't be orderliness here. So you come. If the Lord has given you an encouraging word, you come go straight to it. Pam, 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 pam. We are encouraged. Sometimes by the time people finish talking about all the story, we've even forgotten what they are saying. Now, I, I, sometimes I ask somebody, I say, what did, what did he say? What was she saying? Because I didn't hear anything. Now you have diluted it. Hallelujah. But when you go straight to the point, so you make up yourself that I have not more than two minutes. You see, I thank God. I thank the man of God, the woman of God, and I thank this and that. And then, this is what the Lord has done for me. You see, you put protocol in place. You tell what the Lord has done for you. And then, we are excited. This thing, ask yourself, any testimony you are sharing, how is it going to bless me? How is it going to bless somebody? We are not saying, tell us stories from your home. We are, I don't like the way you are. You are trying to intimidate me to stop talking. That's why I've closed my eyes. I don't want to see anybody's face to be intimidated. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. You see, we give you time. Your prayer is two minutes. Please stay in two minutes. Hello. The prayer that, please listen to me. The prayer that I give you is not an open door for praying for the world. I beg you. If we say that we are praying for the retention of souls, please, are you listening to me? All of you very soon will start appearing here. So what I said to one, I said to all. You see, when you are put on program, go and watch how they do it. Don't come and stand here and fumble. Amen. Because there is a pattern. If they, if, if, there are some pastors that have invited me to go and preach. And when I was going, I wore jeans. It was uncomfortable, but, but that is the culture of the house. This is not the time to wear my suit, kuntai. Then I go and stand there, and the people will be afraid of me. I go with the culture of the house. So it's them. Now they have invited you. You are the only one that wears a suit. Now you are, oh, you are wearing a cassock. You know? Meanwhile, it's not a Roman Catholic church. They will invite you again. <laughs> 
You'll be surprised. It's wisdom. So when you are told to do something, look at the pattern. Look at the pattern. You see? You see, you can upgrade it. But we give you two minutes. Pray, Lord. So the prayer is written. You pray it in your language and you back it with tongues. You don't come. We are praying for the retention of souls. Anybody that does me, Lord, kill him. I didn't give you the opportunity to come and do something else. Don't you understand? Why did we write a prayer for you? That you will stay in line. You, if you don't know anything, you just keep reading it. Read it. And when you finish, you top it with tongues. Because, listen, somebody will be listening. The person may not be watching online. It is what you are saying that they know. And it is the prayer that whatsoever two of you shall agree upon as touching and asking together he shall do for you. Now, the prayer says that for the retention of souls, you are praying for bombardment of enemies. So there is confusion. God says, which one should I answer? Is it uh, bombardment of souls or this one? But it is the prayer for the season. So stay in time. Pray the prayer that has been given to you. And please, finally, when you have the opportunity of man, don't see it as just a common me. When I'm coming here, I'm afraid. I tell you, you don't know. I have a covenant with God upon the altar. Yeah. That is why when I say anything upon the altar, God honors it. So don't just come here and then do anything. It may be not, it may not be. The, it, look, they put incense. The Bible said that either of them took their censer and put fire therein. Put incense on. And strange fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them. And verse, the next verse says that, Bible says that, and fire came from heaven. Verse number, these were the sons of Aaron. They were in the, pro, pro, uh, the, um, the preparation to become chief priests. Bible says, fire went out from the Lord and consumed them and devoured them and they died before the lord why because they didn't do things according to order amen the lord bless you the lord will favor you the month of november you'll be a partaker of the full blessings of november hallelujah if you have a mandate upon the pulpit i beg you finally let your dressing reflect it Amen. If you know that you are on program, don't wear something that will eh. I think it is 2 Timothy chapter 2, 2 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 22. 2 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 22. 2 Thessalonians 5. Do we have chapter 5? 2 Thessalonians 5 22. Is it is it it is is, is a scripture in the Bible? Okay, quick, let's search it. He said that abstain from all appearances of evil. Look at it. Look at that. Abstain. Abstain. Where is it? Who has found it? Who has found it? Mr. You'll find it for me. First Thessalonians 5:22. It is not second, first. So I got a 5:22 correct, right? 5:22, but first abstain from all he didn't say that abstain from evil but appearance of evil anything that will give people strange talks you understand hey <clears throat> no don't do that once you know you are on that is why i don't put a program on when you appear in church put it on 
if you are not on the extended copa, I send it to you. So that you will follow the, the culture. You see? See, when you are coming to the pulpit, see that it is the pulpit of the Lord. It hurts me. Sometimes I can't tell you, but I need to also tell you. You see? I'm not saying that I wear boo-boo, three pieces, or three-piece suit. But I'm saying that if you know that you are coming there to lead anything, you know, let it be abstinence from an appearance of evil. Because sometimes you are leading, people are not hearing what you are leading, or they are hearing the body. They are, okay, you don't like what I say. Okay, I'm done. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Am I saying something good? You see, because we want to offer unto God an acceptable. If you know that your dress is too short, hand over the baton to somebody. Thank God we have many people that can do it. Because if you come to stand here and then the wind is blowing, I feel now become a tariash or nantem, and then like this, and I why why trouble at thee? What trouble at thee? I can't say this to the pulpit, uh, the, the church, but I can say it to the chosen. You know that Jesus, it is not everything that he preached to the multitude. When he gathered the twelve, then he will start telling them, you have to eat my body, you have to drink my blood. He will not tell the, 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 the whole people, they will kill him. Amen. So please, let the pulpit be consecrated and, the, and then elevated before the Lord. And understand that it is not only the people here. People are watching you from the world. You see? And what they see is the impression they have about the ministry. So I beg you. This one, I'm begging you in the name of the Lord. I beg you. Me, it doesn't do anything to me. No, no. <laughs> no. But for the sake of the image and for God. Hallelujah. Have I spoken good? Say God. Bless my pastor. That he may always say the truth. Amen. Close your eyes and pray for me. Close your eyes and pray for me. Please pray for me one minute. Pray for me one minute. Pray for me one minute. Pray for my wife. Pray for my children. Pray for us. I tell you of the truth. One day Jesus said to the people, he said, the apostles of old, he said, the prophets of old would have loved to even have one day of what you are having for life. But they, ne they never had it. See. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, bless us. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord empower you. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, um, uh, uh, maybe for the next couple of days you might not see some of the people and it's because they are undertaking certain special treatment like LP Bennett and Co. And so you want to be praying for them. Hallelujah. You want to be staying in prayer for them. Of course, by the grace of God, everything is fine, but we want them to recover from certain procedures. So we want you to stay in touch and then be praying for them and all that. Hallelujah. 
and so God is working and uh, also uh, let's prepare I want you to come and honor me and my wife on November 12 it is not because we need it it is because it will be good for you I wish I could preach that message myself but it will be preached by other people and I will tell you what honoring your spiritual leader the man that feeds you with spiritual food that's for you and so i want you to come prepare don't wait on that day then what am i going to do then you buy some oversized shoe i will dash it to a follow if it is bigger than me why should i wear it and then you see a follow wearing it and this is the shoe i gave to papa why, why is it that he didn't wear it? that thing is big i should put sauce inside and wear i, I used to <laughs> when i was young madam marshall when i was young my mother used to buy me shoes that were oversized so that i'll grow in it so for four years i'll be wearing the same shoe i'll pack it with tissue as i'm growing then i'm removing the tissue until i catch up by the time i catch up the shoe is already gone tell somebody money answered all things so prepare goodly victuals to come and honor your prophet amen me i'll tell you because i know what it, i do it if i don't do it i won't tell you and i know what it does for me i do it so prepare take time now we have a, a week class also take time now to prepare oh on that day come and then give me hot water he said that matthew mark uh, is it matthew chapter 10 verse 41 can i read it matthew 10 41 he look at that please look at that Ajua. he that received a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive he that received a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. Now look at verse 42. Verse 42 says that whosoever shall give a drink unto one of these ones, a cup of what? Oh, sister, it's on the board. A cup of not a cup of water. Some people can give you water, but when you drink, no, don't give me a cup of hot water. You see, uh, what did Isaac say to Esau? He said, go and prepare me. No, no, no. He didn't just say venison. He said, go and prepare me venison such as I love. Always read the Bible with details. Such as I. And then my soul will bless you. Yeah. Such as I love. Here I know that. Look at that. And make me. God will bless you, young lady. He said, and make me savory meat such as I love. Bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless you before I die. Not just anything. You know that your father doesn't like a, a friend is saying, double, double. What is double, double in English? Duck. But I me, mean, I love duck anyway. You know that your father doesn't love duck. Now you are going to prepare duck soup for him. He's drinking it and he's cursing you. Small, small. I'm not talking about me. He's cursing you. Hey. So this girl knows I don't like duck. But he knows that this time, this is the only food I can get. And brought me duck. Okay. May people give her duck. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Such as I love. So prepare now. Prepare now. If you don't know what your father will love, he can love money. Because we need money to bail. Any money that comes, yay. If I can sell anything, I'll sell it. We need money. Hallelujah. Don't you see that we've outgrown this place? But we have to accommodate. He, he, uh, one day I was telling God, I said, 
I was in the shower. I said, Lord, if you give me money, and please, if you are not a tighter, please tight. I beg you, you are a Copa member, don't tight outside, tight here. I'm begging you. You can give donations outside, but for your tight, let it stay here. Because this is where you are fed. You see? This is where you are fed. Let your tight stay here. You can give donations outside. If the Lord leads you, by your tight, I beg you. I'm begging you, pay it here. Because this is, and I'm not just begging you for begging, because it is also scriptural. He said that there may be meat in my house. Which house? Where you are. I beg you. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm done. Lord bless you. November will be good. You want to say something? Say it and then let's share the grace. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 On behalf of Extended Copal, we'd like to extend a very big thank you for sharing with us a meaty word so that we will not be spiritually malnourished but so that we will be loaded with the word and also we thank god that you're not a waster of grace Mm. and because of that your prophetic voice carries power that breaks sieges and propels us forward during our times of difficulty and for that we just want to pour our blessings upon you your family your children and generations. Wow. Amen. That is very powerful. Hey. I have preachers here. I have major preachers here. Coach, you say something. Say something. Let's go. They say you should say. I don't know why, but they say you should say something. Thank you, House, for the opportunity given me for me to at least also add my voice. Uh, Papa, we thank you. At least some of us have been. Uh, you can hear all right some of us have been like enlightened my few uh months here at least personally many people have seen changes in me and it's all you also <laughs> so <laughs> so we thank you and we thank Mama also for at least uh, preparing you for the house. We are blessed having you as a man of God. And we pray your grace and the fire in you keep burning. And so that we might uh, get your knowledge years to come. God bless you. Thank you so much. Coach, it was a powerful statement that you made. <laughs> Some people came to watch the match and then I met them at the stadium. They said, sir, we want to come to church. I said, why? He said, we have seen a tremendous change in our friend. And because of that, we want to see what he has seen. So I said, I said, Which, who, who is your friend? And they told me. They said, Cochito. So they were here last Sunday. Yeah. One lady, Mami Kunedu, and then another gentleman. That gentleman came on the Wednesday and then Mami Kunedu came on the Sunday. You see, that's what I'm... So, it is true. Shall we share the grace of God together? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. We shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Let's take our prophetic declaration with long life.
full of prosperity and sound health shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our lives. Go and enjoy the blessings of November.